you are now tuned in to the Prayer is Breathing podcast. My name is LaToya. As always, I want to thank you for listening and for subscribing. Ladies, every Monday night, I have a Bible study called The Equipping, and it starts at 8 p.m. virtually via Zoom. To be a part of the Bible study, all you have to do is register at equip.eventbrite.com. That's www.equip.eventbrite.com. I would love to see you there Monday nights at 8 p.m. as we break open the Word of God together. So today I'm excited to have Yanizi back for part two as we talk about prayer and evangelism. If you missed her testimony, definitely go back to last week's episode so that you can listen and hear her background and her story. So welcome back, Yanizli. So good to have you on again. Thank so, you so much. I'm glad you're welcome. To be here. I know I always like freestyle a L in your name sometimes. It's <laughs> just in my head. I, it's, it's so there. But um, welcome, welcome. So we're going to talk today about evangelism. I know this is a very interesting topic we live in some very sensitive times um and when i say sensitive i just mean that you know we we know that the return of christ is coming closer and closer and so it's just important that we tell people about jesus that as we pray we're also fulfilling the great commission to go and to make disciples and to tell people about jesus so i want to talk about this issue i know it's a struggle for many christians for many believers um to really evangelize and so we're going to talk today about some tips about some some ways that we can evangelize and i just wanted you to share what you shared um about just your testimony and somebody telling you so do you want to talk about that for a little bit uh yes so uh it is just funny to me because sometimes as believers uh we forget how simple the gospel actually is uh, and it's, it's just sharing the good news of what Jesus did, not what we have uh, done or what we have believed. So uh, in my case, I remember going to church and uh, believers showing me the love of God. I was actually asked the question of, uh, do, do you know how much God loves you? So I, I knew that, but nobody actually asked me the question that you should ask for evangelism if you are going if you die in this very second what assurance do you have that you're going to go to heaven and it seems cliche and we hear that so many times just in trainings and things like that but it is a reality for so many people out there it was a reality for me and um you know god can move in so many ways but i feel that it is a a responsibility as believers to be intentional about it in my case uh, i went to church when i was six years old but it wasn't until i was 26 that i actually surrendered my heart to jesus and the seed was planted i'm so thankful for the time that i went to church as a child but i i wonder what would have happened if somebody along the way would have told me would have asked me that question do you know where you're going if you die? <laughs> you know? Yeah. So, because it puts the fear of the Lord in us and it makes you wonder. Uh, eternity is what it's really all about, what life is all about. Because we all know that this life is temporary and we don't, we're not promised tomorrow. So, right. yeah. And I think that's so good because I remember just days in uh, a lot in college where we would go out and, you know, kind of ask that people that question. And I think sometimes, you know, now it seems so, so hardcore 
but it, it's so real and I think however you phrase it like do you know what happens after this life like do you know where you're going do you know where you're headed mm-hmm. and I think sometimes you know and just in everything it's so good to really listen and I know you were going to talk about this too listening to the Holy Spirit because what I love about God is um he's so personal and he's so unique and he reveals himself and a lot of times when it comes to evangelism I think a lot about the woman at the well yes because Jesus didn't just show up and say hey I'm the Messiah like you know he he got a chance to talk with her he got a chance to you know tell her about herself and she came to the revelation of you are the Messiah and so I think when uh we evangelize being intentional to say okay God what is it that you want to say to this person? What is it that you want to reveal to them? Uh, what is it that you want to share with them? And then being able to ask them like, hey, do you know what happens after this life? Do you know where you're headed? Do you, you know, do you know Jesus? Um, and I think there's a great combination of doing both because, um, you know, I've, I've been kind of, I know the days of being on autopilot, like, hey, if you would have died today, you're going to heaven to hell. And he's just kind of have the same <laughs> method for everybody. And it's like, right. uh, you yeah, know, yeah. but then there's also times where God will have you, he may have you prophesy. He may have you full yeah. word of knowledge. And then when somebody's like, oh my goodness, how do you know? Like, Cause Jesus revealed it to me. Do you want to give their life to Christ? You know? And so I think there's so many different doorways, but we have to actually do it. I think yes. we actually have to open up our mouth and evangelize. And so, Recently, I got some chick tracks. I don't know if everybody knows what those are, but just evangelism tracks mm-hmm. um, off like Amazon just to share the gospel sometimes. Or I'll just hand it out and say, hey, if you get a moment, you know, if you could read this, you know, if I'm in a drive through line or something where it's really, really quick. But um, just get back to that place of evangelism. So can you kind of talk about what helps you um, as far as like boldness or maybe speak to people that feel like they have a little trouble um, talking to people or stepping outside of their shell. Yeah, yeah. And I'm so glad that you pointed that out because, yeah, I I believe, like you, that we need to follow the Holy Spirit for everything. Mm-hmm. And uh, there is not a one and done uh, way to evangelize because the Holy Spirit is, he moves how, however, according to, he knows that it's going to touch the person that is in front of us. Um, uh, I also believe that prayer is is so important um, to do anything, but especially for evangelism. I like something that um, that God has been uh, teaching me lately, and it is something called power evangelism, which is two things: is the proclamation of the gospel and the demonstration of the gospel, and they go hand in hand. Uh, one cannot go without the other one and uh but you can use the demonstration first or the proclamation according to how the spirit leads us so um in that it is important to be intentional that in every uh, encounter we are to share the gospel because we share and then the holy spirit is the holy spirit's job to convict the person and actually let them lead them to repentance but it is important that we share the gospel because if not we're only going to be praying for people and that is okay but there is one thing that is prayer and the other one is sharing the gospel so um uh the, what it helps me is just i'm gonna say it in five five steps okay so step number one for me is actually deciding to go out just being intentional to go out with the mindset of 
I'm going to share the gospel today. Wherever I am led to, if it is in, at a restaurant or if it is in the streets, um, it is a lifestyle, but I feel that it is also good to be intentional with separating a time of the week to just in these three hours, I'm going to evangelize. And so what that looks like to me is I first pray, whether you do it with a group of people or by yourself, I pray, worship, seek the Holy Spirit, not just five minutes, but for as long as I need to, that I can hear what he wants to do. So it would not be my idea, but the Holy Spirit leading. Then number two, to me, is just actually being intentional to approach a person. Sometimes the Holy Spirit would show you a, you know, a picture or a number, you know, how we, the Holy Spirit uh, uh, works in, in words of knowledge and all of that. So if he shows something specific, just keep that in mind. If not, just actually being intentional to approach somebody. Uh, and then step number three would be actually talking to that person. <laughs> that's what it, it can be awkward, but we don't have to be awkward. It's just like loving the person and just just caring for them. Hey, just, I don't know, ask them their name or whatever, but just that making the approach, breaking that is just to actually talk to them. And then yeah. step number four would be uh, just tell them that Jesus loves them. It Love is the open door for everything, especially for evangelism. Mm-hmm. And then uh, just literally share the gospel. Uh, maybe in, in step number four, God will just give you a, I don't know, a picture of what the person, about the person, or he, you may prophesy over the person. And just like, instead of um, before sharing the gospel, you may just say, hey, may I just join you in prayer for something specific? There are so many ways to do it. But what I, I'm trying to say is that first, the most important thing is to actually pray, seek the Holy Spirit, and then decide to spend that time in doing it. And it can be uncomfortable, but the more we do it, the more we put ourselves out there, the more testimonies God is going to give us, that they're going to increase our faith and make us feel confident, independent on the Holy Spirit. Because I feel that the problem is that we trust so much ourselves, even, even as trying to follow the Holy Spirit, we want to convince people or we want to take it upon ourselves to um, just uh, just teach them the Bible and they're not going to, you may have just one minute, <laughs> you know, so and then the other thing that really, really helps me is just to have my testimony down in one minute, just in keys that of my testimony, because there's nothing more powerful than our testimonies when we talk to somebody and they may not receive the Lord right there, but the seed is planted and and even if they're not ready i always without forcing it but i always make sure to ask the question do you know if something happens to you where are you going and why and then just just tell them you know just tell them uh, everybody uh you know the bible says whoever uh believes in jesus and confess with their mouth the word says that they're safe and and then you just make the prayers of salvation and and just go from there but they may okay so they may not fully commit their lives to jesus but they made the prayer and then the holy spirit will do his work later but at least you made a point of connection and you share the gospel with them yeah and i think that's so good and, and i want to say even if you um because easy she's she's not new to this but if you don't have three hours, uh, just setting some time to say, okay, 15 minutes and 20 minutes when you actually evangelize or just being intentional about it, 
Um, and then you can work up to get into a place where you can go out for three hours or, you know, at a time. And so I think that's very encouraging to me, just what you shared about, you know, just intentionally praying and seeking the Lord um, before you go out and just making up your mind that you're going to share the gospel, you know, and have that seed planted. And I'll also say, you know, in this time that we're living in, I think everybody at some point in their life has to ask themselves, saved or not, what happens after after you transition? What happens? Because we've seen so much of that the last few years of people just passing suddenly or certain things. And so, you know, it's a question that I think most non-believers um, have been almost forced to ask themselves just because of, you know, a lot of stuff that has gone on or happened to taken place. And so, you know, I think that it's so important that we we do share that part to say, okay, you know, we have hope, we have assurance in Jesus Christ, you know, as we accept him into our heart. So that's very, very good. And I think yeah. when you're praying initially, that helps you to kind of overcome yep. your shyness. It helps you to overcome fear. Um, I had a friend who would write down stuff and then hand it to somebody. <laughs> you know, she would write down stuff and that can warm you up to saying something I also think sometimes especially sometimes women we can make conversations about anything else like if you're in Target and somebody's picking up grapes like oh I had those last week they're so good oh did you know this is on sale so those kind of things can segue into sharing the gospel um, because you can start a conversation about something totally different and kind of you know segue into talking about Jesus and sharing Jesus without, you know, obviously forcing someone or pushing uh, the gospel down their throat. But Yeah, yeah. But I think it's important also uh, to address the matter of sin because there is so much spiritualism around us these days and uh, there is so much of the gospel of just like grace out there. Mm -hmm. And I feel that, you know, out of the biggest problem is the fear of men, right? But if you think about the context of eternity mm -hmm. the person that is in front of you where they're going to spend eternity to me that's a big deal you know i i'd rather just have uh 10 minutes of being uncomfortable and may, maybe just kicked <laughs> than actually not giving the that person in front of me um a way out from hell you know what i mean so mm -hmm. it is important it's not just a life thing and then when we uh when we talk to people and we ask them that question what I feel is a common answer is, well, I'm a good person or I am not religious. And the Bible is clear on that. For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God and the wages of sin is death, mm -hmm. but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ. That's it. Just through those three sentences mm -hmm. are so important to address that at least people have an opportunity to make the decision for themselves. So um, it is important that they, they can repent later, but at least they need to know the truth. Yeah. <laughs> you know? So good. It actually reminds me of the story of somebody that I saw in Walmart. It's a long story. I'll try to shorten it. But it was a young girl and, you know, she was just, you know, going through a lot of stuff. And she asked me a question. I started telling them about God and, and talking to them about coming to church. And then she asked me a question where it gave me an answer to her question. Uh, she was not a believer. She was living in different lifestyles and things like that. And so um, then at the end, right in Walmart, in the cheese aisle, in the cheese section, 
Uh, mm-hmm. She gave her life to Christ. I mean, she started crying. It was, it was such a beautiful moment. She just surrendered her heart to the Lord. And then as we're standing there, and let me just make this disclaimer. I don't think this is a sin, so no need to email me. <laughs> but as we're standing there, she takes her nose ring out. She starts telling me things that she no longer wants to do. And it's like the Holy Spirit wow. convicted her. And, and, you know, I'm not saying a nose ring is a sin. But this was, this was just her story and her testimony. And yeah. it was just beautiful that God himself began to draw her heart. And she started thinking about um, how she wanted to change her life. And so I think there's even a story in the Bible with the tax collector where he's like, you know what, I'll return the money. So sometimes like when when people really encounter God, um, those convictions, that conviction of sin sets in because the Holy Spirit, his job is to convict the world of sin. And so when the Holy Spirit moves on people's hearts, it goes from this religious, like you can't do this, you can't do that, you can't do that. Of course, we're still going to talk about sin because that's what the Bible says. And the gospel is repent that, you know, mm-hmm. that was the gospel of John the Baptist until now. And so, and, but it's beautiful to see the Holy Spirit move in people's hearts. Yes. Um, and then they start to, to repent or turn from their ways. And, you know, so I, I think that's also freeing in evangelism is to really just watch God move and to really just be sensitive to him. Um, but yeah, everything you said, sharing, sharing the gospel, telling everyone the truth, you know, that God loves them, that, uh, the wages of sin is death. There is repentance and that we can have life in Christ, you know, not just after we pass, but now in this life. And I think there's so many people looking for hope. There's so many people that are in bondage. There's so many people that, you know, need to know the freedom that is available in Christ Jesus and so that's so good other thing i'll say is there's a clip of a movie and um it's the movie harriet and it has to do with harriet tubman but there's a part historically where something happened where slaves were trying to escape but then the underground railroad something happened with the passageway where they had to make it longer like it would be a longer route a much longer route and some people came to harriet and they said well there's no way that they can walk to freedom now because of all this stuff that was set up. And there's a scene that was so passionate. And she was saying like, you don't remember what it's like to be a slave. Like you, you don't remember what it's like to, you know, have the rough hands and be beat and be you. And when that scene was taking place, it's almost like the Holy spirit put on my heart for believers. We don't remember what it was like when we were in sin. We don't remember what it was like when we were in bondage when you would do anything to get out of that, you would do anything to get out of the lifestyle that you were in. And I just thought that was really, really powerful because sometimes we forget um, and we have to look back and have compassion and say, God, I remember what it's like to be lost. I remember what it's like to be broken, you know, and even like you said, wishing that somebody would have um, reached out to you and asked you that question Mm -hmm. um, so that you could have accepted Christ and, so that that's just powerful to me. I think it's easy to get caught up in our own salvation that we can become selfish or we can shy away and just yep. you know go on about our lives. But it really is a part of the heart of God for souls so that nobody perishes, um, but that everyone comes to repentance. So it's, that's really it's really it's really honestly the best way to love people, to mm-hmm. speak the truth. And and I feel that sometimes we don't do it because we are ashamed to be honest like mm-hmm. the bible says 
I am not ashamed of the gospel for it is the power of God. The gospel is the power of God for salvation for those who believe. So we don't need to um, dilute it. We just need to be bold in speaking it with love, but still say the truth. You know? Right, right. Absolutely, 100%. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Um, anything else you would want to share in relation to evangelism? Uh, I'm, I'll make it so simple as I usually tell the kids uh, the way that I learned it. Uh, the four most important things are God loves us we have sin Jesus died for us and we need to decide to live for God uh, those are just like so easy and so simple to remember um, and uh, I feel that it is just uh, another little tool there that even children can do it and for families to just go out together and there is nothing more powerful that I have witnessed than a father or a mom taking their children out and just showing them. It doesn't have to be uh, awkward. It doesn't have to be complicated. Just just let's do it. Just follow the Holy Spirit, love God, and love, pe- and love people as you're out there, uh, and be intentional about it. That's it to me. It's easy. Very easy. <laughs> awesome. Yes, yes, yes. And I think it's easier once you get started. <laughs> so you just have to get started or if you were rusty like I know I got a little rusty um, yeah you, I was like okay let me start with a, with a track let me start somewhere let me you know um, but I think getting getting your feet wet getting back in the game and, and just really not waiting till you feel like it just just doing it just yielding to the Lord um, is so important and so powerful so awesome awesome would you like to say a prayer um just for anybody listening that's going to say hey i'm going to listen to this message and i'm going to go out and pray and be bold and evangelize and and y'all the reality too before you pray um the reality too is that you know we're in a world that is always marketing something you know people are always telling us about something they're trying to sell you something like even if you go to the store like what's your email list like we want to get on your email list and all this stuff and so you know, we have to really, it's only the Holy Spirit that can draw people's hearts, right? Like we're not out here really debating unless the Lord, you know, uh, causes us to do that sometimes, but um, it's it's not really a debate, but God will give us the words to say. Um, But I will also say that people need to hear the truth because they're going to hear something else. They're going to hear um, the lies. They're going to hear everything that the world has to offer. And so we have to let our light shine so that they can uh, see the light. They can come to the Lord. So would you like to pray for us and pray for every person that um, is going to intentionally go out, seek the Lord and evangelize? Yes. Yes. Thank you so much for the opportunity. Holy Spirit, we just thank you for who you are. We thank you that uh, Jesus and Father God did not leave us alone, but uh he sent help for us so we can truly uh, find that help in you holy spirit and we just thank you that you are the evangelist holy spirit we thank you that as you uh share with us the father's heart for everyone that we meet and that we encounter i thank you holy spirit that will be that you will be active in us that the rivers of living waters will be flowing through us uh, in such a way that we'll be able to rejoice 
and experience uh, that joy that the father feels when every uh, uh, child comes back to him. It's like the, the lost coin. There are so many treasures out there that have the face of Jesus for us to find and, and uh, just draw them back to the father's heart and remind them that they have not been created by accident, but that they are a treasure in the father's heart. So I just thank you, Holy Spirit, that uh, you go with us everywhere and that you lead us into what to say at the right time to say it, what people need to hear from the Father uh, in the name of Jesus. Uh, and we just thank you for imparting right now through this prayer, a desire and a hunger for souls. Mm -hmm. The word of God says, whoever wins souls is wise. We thank you for making us uh, wise and to to focus in what it is important to the Father, to focus on the Father's business, which is the business of rescuing people and fishing people. Father, we thank you for making us fishers of men. We thank you for um, just making Jesus shine through us. Uh, we are the light of the world. We are the salt, and we do not hide under the bed. But we go out with boldness, knowing that it is not us, the ones who speak. We're only a vessel of the Holy Spirit. And Father, I just pray that it will be just like that woman at the well encounter, just like my sister was talking about a few minutes ago in John 4, where Jesus said, if you drink from this water, you would continue to be thirsty. But whoever drinks from the water that I give them will not be thirsty again, but rivers of living waters are going to come and uh, flow through them. So I pray that we will not be just people that come to church to drink from the water on a, on a Sunday morning, uh, but that will be wells and springs of living waters in the desert. There is so much darkness out there, but your word says that uh, the light have overcome the darkness yes. and we are in victory because of you, Jesus. So I speak right now and I, I, I impart a desire through the Holy Spirit to go against any fear of men, against any uh, any fear periods that, that we would make ourselves uncomfortable for what makes you hurt, Father. For there are so many people out there that need to hear the good news of the gospel. So I just thank you for this opportunity. And Father, we receive the mandate that comes from you to go and make disciples of all nations, Lord, that you will clean them later. We don't need to clean the fish. We just need to focus in sharing your message. And it is your responsibility, Holy Spirit, to convict the people of, and, and make them repent and turn their ways uh, and turn from their wicked ways and come into the kingdom that they will experience the fullness of life that you have for them in Jesus' name. Amen, amen, amen. Yes, yes, yes. I received all of that. We're all, yes, awesome. Love it. Thank you so much. Amen. Thank you so much. If you have any prayer requests, feel free to send those to prayerisbreathing at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram at prayerisbreathing. Um, do you want to tell them where to follow you? Uh, sure. They, I have a Facebook page. So, Yanese del corral and um if people need any prayer they can email me as well it's uh, y del corral at yahoo.com and that's y d e l c o r r a l yes that at is yahoo.com mm -hmm. awesome all right thanks for tuning in god bless have a victorious week okay thank you bye <laughs>